Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Do you know that software support is like pretty much non-existent these days? In some places. Some places have f- fabulous software support. Name one. ClickUp. All right. I- I'll give you that. They're fabulous. They are amazing. Another one that I would say is amazing. They're actually the best that I've ever experienced in a software company. You should contact the support for Intercom. They are just as good. I know they have your email address and you don't approve. They're cust- they bothered me every day for three weeks. I do not call that good customer service. I call that a giant pain in the ass. And what? I sure hope that the people who do give the customer service are not the same dumbasses in their sales department. They aren't. They aren't. Oh. But seriously, they're... Their customer service may be if, iffy, their email collection methods are iffy, but their customer support when you need help with something is fabulous. And what small fortune do you have to pay to have that service? Just any of their levels. Well, what are the levels? That's what I'm asking. Do you know? The cheap, cheap, cheapest one is $32 a month for two chat users to have intercom on unlimited websites. And that's just the basic chat feature. It's not horrendous. Do they let you relicense it? I don't think so. That would be interesting. I don't. What? Okay, explain to me what relicensing is. You get it for thirty-two dollars, okay, a month, and you turn around and sell it for twenty dollars a month. You get four people to buy it, and now you're making money. I don't think you so. Get two people to buy it, and you're making money because you have to run it all through your actual web interface account. Yes, you'd have to share your login, which of course you don't want to do. Well, you can invite people as support agents, but they would get support conversations from... All the places. Right. But I think you can control that. Because I know we used Vold Chat on one of the sites that I did with Tony, and you could control which channel, which operators were allowed to talk on. From what I understood, from what the support dude told me, if we wanted to do that because we have the main site and the shop, and if we wanted it to be two different chats, like with different support agents uh-huh. in each place, we'd have to buy a second set of support agent licenses. From the software company's perspective, that makes a lot of sense. Right. And so then you'd have to be logged in in two browser windows and that kind of thing if you wanted to be on both at the same time. It's why like, I read, I read on forums about Asana and how it's so frustrating that Asana lets me create as many free workspaces as I want and doesn't charge me until I get to 15 users within one workspace. And then they only charge me for that workspace. It doesn't make sense to me why they don't have this feature. And that's such an obvious feature. I'm going to tell you why they have that feature hidden somewhere, but they want more people to buy the software. And if they can change the ratio of how many free to how many purchased mm-hmm. to be the purchase side is bigger They'll start throwing new features at you. Yeah. But until then, 
They're not, what's their incentive to throw new features at you? You're using their software. You're being exposed to their advertising. And that means they can charge their advertisers more money. So what incentive is there for them to change that? Right. That's why, that's why O'Leary on the Shark Tank, he's always for licensing agreements. Right. Because he wants them to go in perpetuity. Just keep going forever. And you can't ever stop making money when that happens. Especially those people, the people that really stick out. I think it was on Dragon's Den, no, not Shark Tank, but still Kevin O'Leary, obviously, because uh-huh. he's on both. Um, it was a it was a fire prevention thing to be added to range range stoves. Okay, interesting. And they were trying to sell it as a product that you, the consumer, would have to go out and purchase and add to your stove. And Kevin was like, "Nay, nay." You sell to the stove company. And they thought it was such a fabulous idea that it's now standard in a... I don't remember which line of stoves, but it's standard in one line of yeah, stoves. but that's big bucks. Every time a stove gets sold, they get paid. And they yeah. get paid more money than they would have made if it was retail. And yeah. every stove, they that's make it. the money, yeah. not just some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Think about it. Then those things become, quote, industry standard. And then everybody has and them. And everybody has them, and they're all paying you. Right. So every time someone anywhere buys a stove. And of course you negotiate you the licensing deals so that if say Kenmore is giving you this licensing deal and then you get the other two to fight over the rest of your ability sure. to supply, I mean. Yeah. You can you jack more prices money. up. Exactly. And I think, I just, I don't know. I think it's interesting. But then there are companies that are worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Perhaps. And their customer and their support. their customer support is non-existent. Makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Tell us about this. So Facebook. Yes, Facebook. So Facebook. Okay. Let me tell you the short story first, and then I'll tell you the long story. Sounds good to me. The short story. I have a client. They rent out rooms. So I've been using Facebook Marketplace to rent out these rooms. Okay, dear. That's simple. No big deal, right? Until Facebook suddenly decides they're going to stop publishing my posts in Marketplace because I'm selling firearms. Yeah, you were were a lousy, dirty, rotten arms dealer. So I was very confused as they are, all the pictures are pictures of rooms. There are no pictures of guns. Really? No guns? And yet you're selling guns, supposedly. I even looked because sometimes when I respond to emails, I put shoot me a message. I did, not, uh, yeah. I did not use that. <laughs> that. Those words didn't exist. That's good, though. I would have never thought of that. But I that would trigger That would trigger a, um, a bot that was listening. That's for right. sure. So, I, I, you know what? I looked at all those changes, and there was nothing. There was nothing I could figure out, especially knowing that they were snagging me for firearms. There was nothing yeah, I could figure nothing out. nothing that you could figure out. Okay, so I put in a support ticket. Oh, here we go. <laughs> And it's been three months. My support ticket has been closed 11 times. And I still have not received an answer from Facebook support. My ads continue to be taken down. Yeah. So that's fun. That's the short story. And that's what usually happens to people with Facebook support. Let's be real. You put in a support ticket and they just close it. They never even respond to you. Unless you report... Somebody who's breastfeeding, and then they'll respond to you saying they've taken down the sexually explicit content. Okay. End rant. 
That's unrelated. Yes. Okay, number two. This guy over here sitting next to me is clearly running for political office. Okay. Am I? Clearly. Okay. We have a Facebook page. I want his Facebook page to say in the about section that he's running for Orange County Supervisor 2nd District. Right. That seems pretty reasonable, doesn't it? That a political candidate should have the freaking office they're running for listed on their Facebook page? Okie doke. So I put in, last September, the request to have this added. And they actually responded back saying that they can't find any public record of him running for the position. And so I came to the conclusion I had to wait until after he was on the ballot. Okay, no big deal there. That was that was the only positive experience I've ever had with Facebook support. But the positivity ended there. When I went to add it on March 7th, and by April 7th, I had not heard anything back, so I sent a second inquiry. I check a day later, and my inquiry has been marked closed, because why the fuck should they actually answer a support request? Right. That would be asinine! Well, who, who do you think you are expecting that? So I reopened my request, because I'm an asshole like that, and said, Hey, why did you just close my, my request and I never got an answer? A month later, crickets, nothing. And one day, I get a message, and I was shocked, like, I almost fell off my chair. Hi, this is Anna from Facebook Support. We've noticed that you put, what was it? I put second district in the, in the location, and they wanted it just to say two. Okay, whatever, I don't care. I went and I updated that. And I replied back, telling them I updated it because they asked me to. Two days later, I get another one saying I need to change my municipality to Orange County. Okay, whatever. I'm getting annoyed, but we can continue this. Two days later, I get another one saying I need to change my municipality to Orange County. At this point, mildly irate. Mildly. Sounds like more than mildly, but okay. Well, it was only mild at this point, so I updated it for a third time. The fourth time, they sent me a, you need to update blah, 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 blah. I just kind of lost my shit a little bit. I updated what they said, and then I sent back saying, I've now updated this four times. Could you maybe tell me what I need to do to get this approved? And if there's any more issues, could you call me? And I gave them my phone number. And then because I'm me, I said thanks with a smiley face, because smiley faces make everything slightly more bitchy. <clears throat> that was a month ago. I haven't heard back, and it still hasn't been approved. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I don't understand that though like right anyone you know like okay I'm not I, I'm gonna complain about this kind of thing for a reason and I'll explain in a minute but like what bothers me is when Facebook changes something and everybody bitches and moans about oh my god they moved that button from the top to the bottom. Can you believe that I am used to hitting it at the top? Can you believe they moved it to the bottom? And then you, yeah, let's move on. I can believe it. Right. A couple minutes later. But that button, though, like it needs, see, look, I almost tried to hit it just now. It's not there anymore. It's down here at the bottom. See that? Look at that. This is the interaction you have with the, that kind of person, right? Like non-flip and stop. Right. All they do is complain about things that got moved in a free service. Right. That costs you nothing. Right. If if it was 
a service that I'm paying for, and they move buttons around, You'd be and it was slowing down my productivity, yeah, then I'll be angry. I'm going to say something. Exactly. But when they're giving it to me for free, and people are figuring out ways to make money using this platform, nobody has a right to complain about buttons moving. But, but, the same time, they're pushing their model more and more and more to be people like us saying, oh, let's let's spend some money um, and advertise this and advertise that. And it's no longer just businesses doing it. I see little podcast guys that are only doing – they work a nine-to-five job and then they do a single podcast and they want to know how do I grow the audience so that I can start making some money. And everyone says you've got to invest money to make money. And then they're throwing $20, 30 $40, $50 at Facebook ads for their podcast that's just starting out. Right. So it's just the regular people, too, that are now spending money on advertising. So, okay, if all of these people are now no longer freeloaders, right? why is the service so shitty? <laughs> right? Because I'm going to tell you that the guy that kept coming back to you with different issues should have found all of those issues in his first review of your account. Yeah, once your Facebook page starts spending money on advertising, you better get some Facebook support. Yeah. And if you're the owner of a Facebook page that's doing advertising, you'd better get good support. Right. And if you personally are doing advertising, you'd better get good support. Because now you're paying. It's no longer free. And that's why I say, if I was paying for the user interface the standard one that you use to communicate with friends, and they move things, I'd be angry and I would say something. But only if it actually slowed down my productivity. Right. So I have to kind of feel the same way about this. I'm giving them money. So do I, have a, do I still have a right to be mad about the service? Well, okay. If they were giving mediocre service... I probably wouldn't really have a right to be mad because nobody's going to expect top-notch service when all you're getting is ad revenue from people, you know? But, but, if it was shitty service, I got a right to expect more than shitty service. And they're giving you practically non-existent service. Because what I was taught to do in in training people on how to uh, handle software calls, I was taught that you if you find a reason... That they might be having the problem they're having, don't stop there. Keep looking. Because sometimes it's the combination of reasons that gives you a different solution. I forgot to mention the very best part of my rant. Which was the fact that you were in Business Manager today, and it popped up for you. I was saying it was approved. But I just checked from a Facebook account that is not an admin of that page. It's not there. What's not there? Government information that I requested. It's not there. Not listed. Not approved. Just went into the support world and reopened the case and asked them, what the hell? And the saga continues. So now I want to talk about something. We'll have part two in like six months when I finally get it. I've got a topic for us. Okay. People who lie to get what they want. Oh. People who lie. very angry topics tonight. Get what they want. What's wrong with people that do that? Well, people do it in all reasons. Okay. 
there's two types of this. There's people who are like zero influence on anyone who lie to get what they want once in a while. Like, for example, lie that they didn't just drink an entire case of soda because they want another soda from the store. Okay, whatever. That doesn't affect the grand scheme of the world. But then there's the colossal weasels, like the ones we saw tonight, who lie to a bunch of... I don't know. Usually misled citizens. Okay, yes. Who trust them. They're lying to people who trust them to get their way. And here's where here's where I need to interject something, okay? This is why you should never vote for something because of what anybody says. Okay? That includes what I say. Right. And I mean I know I'm right all the time, but there's nothing Just wrong with asking people. people for their opinion. But, but 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 yes, but you need to make up your own mind based off of your own factual discovery and your own feelings about the issue. And here's why. When you vote in a certain way just because of a certain person, so if I say to five people, yeah, you should vote, um, you should vote yes on double Z, and then they're gonna say, Oh, really? Okay, sure, we'll vote yes on double Z. They don't even know what double Z is, but they're going to vote yes on it because I said so. Guess what? If there were two people there, I now have three votes on yes on double Z. It's manipulative, though. And I, and I, then I have three votes. You see what I'm saying? Every time you do that, you're giving that one person more and more power because you're giving them your vote to vote for themselves. And, and the thing is, what you're talking about that's despicable is you made a good point. He's not an idiot. He knows darn well what he's saying. And he also knows that it's wrong. And I saw the discussion between him and the proponent. And the proponent said, if you could show me where the land can go, possibly go for $5 million, if you can prove that to me, then sh- then show me. Because I think you need to get them in touch with the city because the city's trying to sell 18 acres of land that they can't sell. And if we could get $5 million an acre for it, bring it. Right. Because the property over there where Hanson's towing used to be mm-hmm. went for $1.3 an acre. Okay. And that's on Lincoln, right? And that's right. on Lincoln. So you have to figure that the racetrack land is about the same price. Yeah, but... So he's running around saying it's going to be... Five million. But you know what I think is even more logical? That the land right next to the racetrack, they can't get above three quarters of a million dollars for an acre. Yeah. That pretty much tells you that the land the racetrack is on is worth about three quarters of a million dollars an acre. With the exact same zoning as yeah. on the parking lot. Yep. And the par- zoning on the parking lot is business, is it not? The zoning on the parking lot is actually better than yeah. what the track is right now. Yeah. But the thing is, these people have to make up lies. And like the latest one tonight was, you know, I say the owner checkmated them when he donated that land to the city. I think it was his goodwill gesture. I really do. I think it was his goodwill gesture to say, look, I'm going to give you this land because I'm not doing this again. If this doesn't win, I'm done. 
So my goodwill gesture is going to be, here, here's almost nine acres of park. And they turn that into, and not only that, he changes the plan so that there's certain areas within the plan that can only be parkland and can only be changed, the zoning, if By there's another vote of, of the people. Right, which would never... Which won't pass. Right. But he does this, and he puts that on that plot of land. Park only. And they try to say, oh, whenever they feel like it, they could just put anything they want on there. Just a colossal bag of idiots. I can't even... And then when I said, no, that's not true, that that is zoned for only the park, I my response, the only response I got, and I love this response because... I love to hate this response because it's the typical dismissive person. And that's why they're always against everything. And that is, I read the measure. I know. Well, you didn't well, read the measure what? because that requires the ability to read. You couldn't have read it very carefully. <laughs> You're funny. You couldn't have read it very carefully because it took me, what, 30 seconds to find the reference to Parkland and being restricted? Remember how she she told, I said to her, that's this is what prompted her comment. I said to her, why don't you take a look at the pictures? Well, I was trying to be super rude and she just completely missed it. Because I was, you know, kind of super way too subtly implying that she's too stupid to read. So she should probably just look at the pictures. Uh huh. She didn't get it. Because that's when she said, I read the measure. <sighs> I read the measure. Okay, lady. But, but, but the assumption there is that I haven't read the measure. But it took me 30 seconds to point to where the three spots say it's park only and here's what you can put in there. These are the it allowed uses. It took you longer to write it down on the piece of paper yes. than it took you to find it. And that's the point. Come on, people. Like, Use don't believe people who tell lies. Don't believe anybody who tells you anything. Check it out and find out if it's true. I'm going to give you a great example. Today I woke up and I was flipping through Facebook and there's a thing about... The FCC rated CNN for misleading the people. And I was like, that's a scary thing if that's true. And I Googled it. And the only sources that were reporting it were copying the same article, exact same article. And they were all kind of on a certain side of the political spectrum. So I let it go and figured I'm being lied to. I'm not going to pay attention. Well, it's to that. like the headline I saw today about what um, Tony Rakakis said with his anti-gay. No, it wasn't Tony Rakakis. Was that that. Oh, sorry, my bad. I did that. Out. It it's was... like the article that I read today about what Dana Rohrbacher said and his anti-gay, anti-gay real estate opinions. Yes, and that's the the whole title was like. Rohrbacher doesn't believe that gay people should have property rights or something like that. But that's not what he said. And I understand that what he said was not, not an okay thing to be saying. But it was not nearly to the extent that the headline was making it sound. Of course not. And that was really alarming. Do you not recall what just happened to me last weekend? On the open forum? Yeah, okay. Okay, well... Was any of that even close to the truth? Why can't... No, first answer my question. Was no. any of that even close to the truth? Not even close, I right? I answering your question. But not even close, right? Right. Okay, continue. Why can't people just actually say 
the freaking facts. Why do you have to stretch something? If your message is correct and true, you shouldn't need to lie to spread it. Exactly. Exactly. You're that that you can't say much more than that. Like no. like if you need to lie even a little bit, there's a difference between saying, you know, let's say the real statistic is 74 million dollars. Or let's say it's 47 million dollars. And you're, and you're talking and you say, we're going to save $74 million. Well, you didn't lie. You made a mistake and flipped the numbers around. And it's only a lie if when you're called on it, you just go, don't go, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, oh my I'm gosh, so I'm sorry. Wrong. Sorry about that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, you're not lying. You're making a mistake. But then to just like blatantly say things like, oh, well, that's not zone for park. That's not true. It's like it's just like Donald Trump and him saying, and I'm going to use Donald Trump as the example because I'm 85% sure that most of these anti-Measure A people were Hillary Clinton supporters. Yeah. So I'm going to directly compare them to Donald Trump here for a second. Okay. I had the biggest crowd that anybody's ever had. Well, no, you didn't. But I had the biggest crowd anybody's had. You're blatantly misleading people. You're yeah. lying. Or, or when he said he had the most, um, what do you call it, um, electoral votes, yeah. biggest victory ever, and someone said, well, that's not true, blah, 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 and he goes, well, that's what I was told, so I had the, and he sticks to it, and it's like, come on, dude, you're blatantly lying to us at this point. Right, and if, if, if somebody has told you you were mistaken, just own it. Normal people aren't going to judge you for making a mistake. No, they're not. But they will judge you for continually lying. So, yes, I just compared all of the super Hillary supporters in this city to Donald Trump. You're doing the same thing. Maybe you should check yourself. Well, in all fairness, they don't all do it, but there is a group of them oh, that I is doing Yeah, it. I didn't mean every single Hillary supporter. I meant a sp this specific herd of people who I know to be Hillary supporters. You're just like Donald Trump. And I think it's interesting... I think it's interesting, though, that what I'm seeing is that when people find out that you've actually taken the time to get yourself informed on the issues, they suddenly get really nervous about having you in a position of authority where you have some say in what happened. And I don't know why they get nervous, because... Is it because they can't get away with their corrupt games? Yeah. Their little contractor businesses and stuff like that because someone who's sharp and is going to enforce the the laws that are there? You are an incredibly honest person. And you would be super transparent and incredibly honest if elected. You scare the hell out of people who are not super honest. Because you're going to shine that big ol' honesty flashlight right on their shady dealings. Yep. And you will not have a problem answering questions about it to anybody who asks you, oh no, this is what I discovered. These things are happening. Well, and that's the thing. People want to say, like, the libertarian ideals of, you know, having uh, more money because we could get rid of the taxes. And they say, how could you run the country? Well, I'm going to tell you I could run the country. The vast majority of the money they spend on staff 
probably isn't even necessary. Right. And therefore, <clears throat> and therefore, they're covering it up. Come on now, some of the supervisors, okay, all of the supervisors are being paid a high full-time salary. Yes. All of the supervisors have a huge staff that does a lot of research, etc., and planning, etc., for them. A couple of people, not huge, but a couple of people. Large enough. More than they need. They only work one, two days a month. Let's be real. They don't spend a lot of time in office. They don't spend a lot of time doing the work that they need to be doing. They have a staff doing that for them. You mean the supervisors? Yes. They're supposed to, but you're right. So why, why are they allotted all of this funding for a staff when they're being paid to work a full-time job, but they're not working their full-time job? It's ridiculous. I think that's asinine. I'm agreeing with you that there is staff in the government that doesn't need to be there. You just need people who are actually willing to do the job they've been elected to do. Yep. And I'm not saying they don't need any staff. I'm saying they don't need as much staff as they have. I agree. Government has gotten too big. That's a fact, Jack. Anyway, I guess we should probably move on to our 99th episode of... Yeah. So this You is... have to go first, because I can't decide, so if you pick one of my two this things, I'll go the with the other one. This is the top favorite one, right? Yep, number one. Yeah. Well, I've been wrestling with this one for a while. Have you? Because as I started looking at them, they're... Are a lot that are funny. Yeah, I can't decide between two for this. So that's why you have to go first. You know, or I'm cutting this part out. It doesn't make sense to me that we're at number one right now. It doesn't. But we are. Did we start an episode early? I know or why, because there's two episodes still not put out. Okay, never mind. I get it. Well, that we're would a day be, early because that we be... were supposed to release the 100th episode on Memorial Day. Well, we can still do that. Just one podcast tomorrow. It's just weird. I don't understand either. Anyway, whatever. So that's what we'll do. We'll skip tomorrow. Um, okay. Well, make sure first, and then we'll skip tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'll just double check the count, but because <laughs> okay, we can always record in the wrong order. Back to what we're talking about. You were deciding on your favorite episode. Oh yeah. So I think that there's a lot of funny moments in this show. And I think this is actually a pretty decent show. I think the sound quality has gotten better over time. Our chemistry has gotten better over time. And it started out damn good. And it's just gotten better and better and better. Um, I think the topics haven't been repetitive. So it was hard to pick a favorite. But I decided to go with just the sheer comedic value of trash bag basketball <laughs> see i knew you were gonna pick one of the two that i had as the top two and the trash bag basketball episode was funny because you know we're cruising around walking yogi for his <laughs> nightly walk like we always do with yogi always take him for his nightly walk and we always walk the same path and the guy from the building who i don't know he's kind of from a personality standpoint, kind of iffy. Like, I used to really dislike him. Yeah, and then now I don't really dislike him. Like, because it's weird. Because he took this so well. Yeah, and so... <laughs> I don't remember. How did he get started down that path? You said something to him. He was... Okay, he was walking from his apartment past the barbecue pit. And I said, Bet you can't make it into the dumpster from there. And it's like a good... 
it's 30 20, feet. 25, 30 feet <laughs> from where he's standing to where the dumpsters are. I think if he hit it at 25 feet, <laughs> he'd get the front of the f- dumpster, the front dumpster. And if he hits it at 30 feet, he'd get the back of the back dumpster. So that's his range. 25 to 30 feet. He's got to hit it. So She challenges him and says... Bet you can't get it in the dumpster from there. Because I expected him to just ha 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 and keep walking to the dumpster because who throws a trash bag? Not but he on. stops. He stops. And he like rears back. <laughs> and he has his arm way back. And then he goes forward as fast as he can and he lets go. And the bottom shoots straight out of the, the trash bag. bag explodes. Totally explodes. Over the driveway, Trash over the parking. Everywhere. <laughs> and then we think that, well, the guy is probably going to be pissed. But no, he cleaned it up. He laughed about it. He took it like a champ. And then if you'll remember, like a week later, I encounter him again in the same place. And he's still laughing about it. But then he adds to it. That he didn't even have a broom in his apartment, so he had to, like, use two pieces of cardboard to yeah, scoop everything up. I remember up. that. Oh, buddy. I felt bad for him, but it was super funny. It is. <coughs> really is. Um. <coughs> so that was my, that was my top one, and that's why it was my top one, because we could not believe what had happened. So... I guess now I have to discuss my top one. And exactly. to be real, the episode you picked as your top one has always been my favorite. And until something else that makes me laugh that hard, I mean, I had tears pouring down my yes. face. And that will always be my favorite. However, I want to give special mention to episode number 39, The Cheese Was Holding the Couch Together. Ah. Because that was a very close second. Why? Because we had this... I don't know. Titanic couch. It was a behemoth. And by Titanic, I do mean deteriorated into garbage at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) It was huge. It was heavy. And it was very dirty. (laughs) And very broken. And we, teamwork style, heaved it out of our house. Down the stairs. To the dumpster. Just the two of us. Yep. And I'm kind of a wimp, so it was mostly just the one of us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is true. And then we replaced it with this comfy monstrosity that we have going on now. That the entire seven-seat sectional weighs the same as one se- the smaller piece of yeah. the other couch. Yeah, you could practically pick the stand and carry it by yourself. That was a that was a good one, but explain the title. I don't remember why the title was funny. Because on some of the cushions you found flaming hot Cheeto powder. Oh yeah. Somebody was wiping their hand. Somebody that's Mitchell. Wipes so, his fingers on our couch. There you Cheers. go. That's some pretty funny stuff right there. Nothing will ever make me laugh as hard as Trash Bag of Basketball. So the next episode is going to be number 100. Yep. And we will announce the winner. Of our number, of 100, our number contest. 100 contest. Yep. And that's about it. 
That's about it. All right. Well. So hold on to enter our contest because you have until Monday at noon yeah. Pacific time. Yep. And that is Monday Memorial Day of the year 2018, noon Pacific time. Yep. Send an email to info at yogispodcastnetwork.com. And that's Y-O-G-I-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot com. You can tell us your favorite nightly rant moment, as we've done for the last five nights. You can tell us why you hate us. You can tell us your least favorite nightly rant moment. You can tell us something you want us to podcast about. You can send me something sassy and I'll mail you a Tide Pod sticker if you liked that couple weeks of our podcast. Like, just send us an email. Send us something sassy. I approve of sassy things. And that'll get you entered. And then if your nightly rant moment is chosen... For our Zoom Media Network show, The Nightly Rant Moment, amazing that it's called the same thing, isn't it? We're such good marketers. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you then get, if yours is picked, you get a $5 Starbucks gift card. And that's in addition to the prizes. That's in addition to the prizes if you're still eligible. Yep. So, So, do so. Think it through. Send it to us. It's easy to pick what you want. If you go to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show, S-H-O-W, you'll see the list of all of the episodes of the Nightly Rant right there. You can also see them in iTunes and Google Play. You can see them in iTunes, and Google Spotify. Play, and Spotify, and Stitcher. Those things. I love the name of that place. So we'd love it if you'd subscribe at one of those many locations. And, I'd love it um, just as much if somebody told us they hated us. Yes, we want to hear from you. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good night, everyone. Hasta la. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, You can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.